Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here getting ready for Thanksgiving here in the United States. And we've got a great show. Scott and Ricky join me today. And we start the show off with a special surprise for a couple of amazing listeners named Carter and Callie. You're going to be jealous of what they get to do in February, so stay tuned for that. Then we discuss the news of Bob Iger coming back as CEO of the Disney company, replacing Chapek and how that brought everybody together on Twitter that swore off the platform not too long before that. And then we dive into some listener questions about the best resorts for a patio or a balcony to enjoy after the kids go to sleep. We also talk about specials for New Year's Eve and where you might want to see the fireworks as well as the best buildings and areas to request at Coronado Springs for your stay over there. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trip planning needs. Their services are absolutely free to you and you're going to get first class service for your Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by themagicforless.com today and fill out that free, no obligation quote. Again, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop this busy holiday season. Those clicks really do support everything we do here on the show throughout the year. So if you wouldn't mind to bookmark our site, put it up there in your toolbar, and just click through every time you purchase something through Amazon this holiday season. It takes you right back to the site. It takes maybe two or three extra seconds, and it really does support everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a very sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast who support us each and every month. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show it's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us over there, we'd sure love to have you. Coming over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2194 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you are having a great pre-Thanksgiving day midweek. Hopefully you're not working today. Maybe you had the entire week off if you were a lucky duck. But hopefully you at least have today off and the rest of the week to... Enjoy friends, family, and football because that's what this week is all about. And we have a special surprise coming your way here in about five minutes. So stay tuned for that. And we are so thankful that you are here with us. Joining me today to have some fun answering your listener questions, we have Scotty G. He's up in the mitten where it's the home of the family, uh, the uh, Thanksgiving tradition. The Detroit Lions always play football and sometimes well on Thanksgiving Day. What's up, Scott? Whoa, what did I do to get, like, first introduction? There's another special guest that will follow him suit here. But, yes, happy to be here on Wednesday. I'm in Florida right now. I'm going to watch the Lions from Florida. That's always kind of uh, interesting to do for Thanksgiving. But, yeah, you called it, Mike, like, short work week for a lot of people. I got a short work week, loving life, and happy to be here to answer some listener questions. All righty. So, on the big day tomorrow, you will be at Walt Disney World. So, what is the plan being 
you know, at Walt Disney World itself on the holiday itself. So what are you what are you doing? It's kind of a challenge because we talked about this on the Sunday night show that's going to hit the feed tomorrow. My traditions are I got to watch the Lions play and I got to watch the Macy's <laughs> New York City parade. Yeah. So depending on where we are, if we're in the parks or not, the, the device will come in handy. I got my YouTube TV so I can make sure I can watch right. some Lions and some parade while I'm having fun with the family. But I got to make sure I watch both of those. But, you know, basically we'll be at the Magic Kingdom having a great time. And then we're going to have dinner at Chef Mickey's oh, of all yeah. places for Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, you know, nothing says Thanksgiving like Chef Mickey's. I think it'll be good, right? It's well, a buffet. Yeah. So they, yeah. they should have a nice carved turkey, you know, that's probably going to be the same turkey at most restaurants anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Plus you get to hang out with Mickey and Minnie in the game. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And so, and also real quick, we mentioned this on Thursday too, so you're going to get a double dose. But watch for Marching Mizzou. The Mizzou Tigers are marching in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. We're very proud of that. So... Watch for my Mizzou Tigers coming down whatever street that is in New York City. All right, joining us as well from down in Atlanta, Georgia. You find her over at themouseforless.com where you can catch up on all your latest Disney news. And there's been a bit in the last minute or so. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Wednesday. And I will also be joining Scott. Not necessarily joining Scott, but I will also be in the Orlando area on thanksgiving for the thanksgiving weekend after a surprise uh so yay i'll be down there too uh and i'm excited i actually thanksgiving now granted this is i still won't be in the parks on thanksgiving but thanksgiving is one of those holidays that i've never actually like been down for that particular weekend for disney out of all of like the holidays and stuff like that that's one of the few that i haven't i think it's that and easter yeah so I'm going to knock one more off my bucket list here. And so, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to celebrate the holiday down there in Florida. I'm excited because I was talking to you guys in the pre-show. I mean, I don't get to go to Walt Disney World, but I will be this weekend seeing the Osborne lights. I'm excited for that Friday night headed down to Branson because some of the Osborne, not, not all of them, but some of them have made their way to Silver Dollar City. So I get to watch those on Friday night because our high school team, Francis Hall Vikings 12 and 0 heading down to Carthage nice. to take on the 11 and 1 whatever they are. I can't remember what they are, but they're Carthage Cardinals. What they Let's are just go with that. What they are is they're in trouble on Saturday at 1. So we're going to drive the extra hour to down by Joplin. So we're going to, you know, drive most of the way to Branson, drive the rest of the way to the football game on Saturday, watch a little high school football and hope that we make the state finals. For the next weekend at Mizzou. So it's going to be a fun weekend of football, fun, and Christmas lights. Osborne lights. And I promise you, I am not getting on Time Traveler. It's Silver Dollar City. My parish told me I had to ride it from 3028. That thing is, I am too old for anything that's, no. that puts you in that many different axes at one time. That's, you are it's all spinning. good. It's fun. You, I haven't actually ridden it, but that looks like oh a really fun God. coaster. It, it is fun, but it is your body is not mean to, meant to go that many different directions all at once. Like I rode it because Mallory was with me and she wanted to ride it. It, it was just us three. So I was like, fine, I'll do it once. That, it's a coaster that spins like um, Primeval World used to. You know, it's like yes. one of those this is like uh, Wild Mouse or whatever. But it's also going upside down through loops at like Mach 10 speed at the same yes, time. Sounds I'm like, like amazing. Oh my God, I didn't know which way. I, I couldn't walk in a straight line for like four hours. We went to watch the Harlem Globetrotters do a show after that. Like in my chair, I felt like I was in the rough seas on the on the fantasy. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, so... Those are my plans. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody getting ready to, to dress the bird today, tonight, get the stuffing ready. Let's do that. But hey, speaking of the Disney fan, just speaking of Disney Cruise Line, 
we have a special announcement and we're going to do this right now for two very special listeners. So let me get this, uh, make sure we get this right here because we have two awesome listeners. Their names are Carter and Callie. Now they listen to the podcast and we appreciate them very much. Carter seven, Callie is five. So they're, you know, probably two of our more passionate listeners on the younger side, but we appreciate our kid listeners. And I don't, I don't think they know this, but they're, there's more to Disney vacations than Walt Disney World. Now, Walt Disney World is fun because Mickey Mouse hangs out there, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, all the characters hang out at Walt Disney World. But sometimes Mickey and Minnie and all their friends, they like to go see the ocean. They like to go places where it's a little bit warmer and where you get to see the sunset over the ocean. And so those are called Disney Cruise Line ships. Now, here's the cool part. For Carter and Callie. You guys, Carter and Callie, are going to get to go sail with Mickey and Minnie on Disney Cruise Line here very, very soon. Not only that, you're going to sail on the Disney Wish, which is the newest ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. It is so new, in fact, none of us three have even been on the ship yet. None of us. We are going to do a podcast cruise on this ship. That's how cool it is in July. But none of us have sailed it yet. So you're going to beat us to the Disney Wish. You're going to have an amazing time. You're going to get to have a meal in that frozen restaurant with uh, Olaf is going to be in there. You got the Marvel restaurant coming your way. What other Scott, what other things are they going to get to do on this cruise real quick? Let let them know. They're just going to be able to have so much fun and they can eat ice cream if they're if that, if that meets their diet. I don't know if they have some dairy allergy. Oh, no. They got to eat, unli- eat it all. There's gonna be unlimited ice cream that you can have, and like you hit it, Mike, with the start. The characters, yeah, they leave the park sometimes to go sailing on these ships, so you get to hang in the same place where Mickey and Minnie are, and you see them all the time. They're all over the place on that ship. I'm excited. I kind of wish I was going with you, Carter and Callie. I'm really jealous, and I hope you have the best time. Yeah, and they so. A little birdie told me that they worked hard. They actually saved up about $60. One day they had a neighborhood lemonade stand to put towards their cruise fare just so they could get this started, kind of start a fun. I like entrepreneurial kids, you know, kids that are out there hustling, making it happen. So, Ricky, give them some advice. They're going to get to go on the wish. What do they need to make sure they know so that they're like, wait, when they go into maybe they go into the kids club and they'll be like, hey, look, I, I know this stuff because I listen to the Be Our Guest podcast. Ricky said that we need to what i mean i think you're gonna need to go down that slide to go to the kids club first of all that thing looks <laughs> awesome i mean if you're not taking advantage of that like every time you're doing it wrong so uh you know i would go down the slide so i definitely think you need to do that um you know i think that you're gonna need to ride the aqua mouse which sounds like a really fun little coaster thing um well it's a water coaster type thing so that sounds amazing um, and of course, you know, you have all the great shows that you're going to get to see too. So, uh, I think that you're just going to have a blast. I mean, those kid clubs, let me tell you, they look so fantastic and I am supremely jealous of anybody who gets to spend time in those. So I think hanging out in those kids clubs are going to be where it's at for you too. So what's you're funny, have a great time. What's funny is with Disney Cruise Line, I'm sure this is the case. And I think I've seen this in my training is that they're not meant to just keep the kids in. They're so cool that they have to keep the adults out because there's yes. there's not enough room for everybody to do the cool stuff that they keep yes. in there. And it's only for the kids because there's not enough space for everybody. So you get all the cool stuff like that slide Ricky talked about. Yeah. I mean, 
come on now. Like I wanted to slide into my stateroom. I just want to slide into dinner. I want to, you know, I'll slide everywhere I go. I'd love to slide into the podcast seat right here every time we do a show, but it doesn't happen because I'm an adult. You're a kid. You're going to have fun. So in February, you guys are headed out to sea. You're going to have to let us know what you think. I know you're going to love it. But I know you're sounding with grandma. I talked to grandma earlier today about this announcement. Talk to your mom. You guys are going to have a blast. So I'm very excited for you. Happy Thanksgiving to the family. Thanks for letting us tell you guys about this. And don't be a stranger. Let us know what you think. And uh, excited for the family. You guys are going to have so much fun. All right. So before we jump into the first listener question, the questions are coming in here live on Facebook and YouTube as we record. I guess the elephant is in the room is that there was a little bit of news last night right before bed because I'm a, I, you know, I go to bed early. Like the dog looks at me, it turns 10 o'clock. Riley looks at me dead in the eye like, Mike, it's time for bed. And I'm like, Riley, you're so right. It is time for bed. And then boom, right before that, the announcement comes out. Iger's in, Chapex out, and, and, you know, everybody that said, I'm never going to be on Twitter again. I'm on Mastodon. I'm on Hive. Everybody was back. I mean, just right. boom, everybody, you know. I'm never going to be on this account again. Boom. Every person was back. On Twitter. Was yeah, exactly. I mean, I had never had so much engagement on my account as I did in that last hour before I, I, I literally fell asleep. So, you know, we could talk about this. To me, I'm a wait and see kind of guy. Iger's job is still to make as much money as possible for the company. Right. That is his job. He's there for the shareholders. Nothing has changed in that aspect. Iger, right. I think, looks more long-term than JPEG. JPEG was very short-term make that thing so we will see ricky you said you had a few things you want to get off your uh, chest about this and then we'll rock rock into the question so i think that the biggest thing of course you know everybody's like i i hope this brings down prices and i'm sorry to tell you this is not gonna bring down prices you, the toothpaste is out of the tube as they say you know there it's just it's not gonna happen um you know revenue streams that are already exist are not going away uh, so, you know, they're not going to lower the price on a one day ticket. Now I know that they had said that they're going to you know, change the prices on the 8th of December and yep, that's still going to happen. So, you know, don't look for things like that. But I do think that what this has done is it has definitely increased morale for not just the theme park goers who trust me, I know we've all seen like a lot of people have said, you know, what is happening you know what's going on here how you know how come this is x y and z is going on you know that kind of thing and you know i think it will help to make people get more excited about their disney vacations again i think creativity is going to be coming back again um i think that that's something that has been a little lacking um you know a lot of people have problems with d23 uh and what was and wasn't announced uh so you know i mean yeah we had the uh, upcoming potential stuff, but you know, that's not really like concrete. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe some of the creativity will get to come back, but I also think that it's going to help cast members. Um, you know, a lot of cast members you've seen, I've seen, you know, people who used to work for the company, uh, on Twitter and all that saying, you know, that things were a little bleak. Uh, you know, some of them even left because of, of how things were. And, so my, my thought is, is that I think the cast members that work for Disney are really going to get kind of rejuvenated with this. Um, and I think that that's going to be a really good thing. I think that's really um, a big change that you're going to see is, is there, you know, that, that they're going to feel the energy of having, you know, Bob Iger back. So um, I think that I like you, it is a wait and see kind of thing. Um, and trust me, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, in the next uh, two years, because that's how long Iger has right now. And I don't think he's going to 
stick around much longer than that. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll be really interesting. But for those who are hoping that pricing is going to decrease, I very much t I hate to tell you this, but it's, it's just not, it's not going to happen. I want to put that out there. Like, it's just, you're, they're not going to cut revenue streams. Like, it's just not going to happen. That's part of the issue is revenue. So, you know, it's just not going to happen. And, and that's, so. yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Because, I mean, Universal's not going to do that. I mean, no, SeaWorld's not going to do that. You know, the St. <laughs> yeah. Louis Cardinals are not going to do that. That's right. just the way of the world. Now, I was reading today, of course, I've been doing a ton of research on this. Kara Swisher is a tech journalist. She works for the Wall Street Journal, and she's on some of the podcasts that I listen to. And she made a couple of really apt things that I, I thought that I'd just throw in here. One, she kind of compared Iger to Steve Jobs, where Steve Jobs left Apple. And then came yeah. back because, you know, like the company fell apart. He came back and kind of refocused everything, right? He kind of righted the ship and then the company. Then he had to find a successor again in Tim Cook. Right. Where, you know, she said that, you know, Iger's job in this, you know, when he comes back is to kind of right the ship and then find his Tim Cook, right? To get Correct. the person yes. who can be the proper successor. He thought he had it in JPEG. Didn't work. Oh, so, you know, you I don't know back. if you thought he had it in Champagne or well, not, I mean, but that's know, who they went that's with. Who it was. So. So, but I mean, this time, you know, the job is to write the ship, get a successor, and that, you know, that is going to do a better job. And she also talked about, you know, what, what did Iger really do a lot was acquisitions. I mean, so you could, you know, he could get back into this game where he's looking at things and this is what people don't like. But I mean, what if he goes after Netflix and stuff like that? I mean, he could. You know, I mean, yeah. this could be something where, they're, you know, people didn't like when they bought Fox and they use that money instead of the theme parks. That could happen again. So just saying. Oh, Scott, real quick, some some thoughts on uh, the news from uh, 24 hours ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to add. I mean, Ricky was like spot on with the, um, to me, the biggest thing was like cast morale. You know, like yeah. cast members have probably been frustrated by not having the most ideal leader in, in that role. So I'm hoping that boost the cast which hopefully boost guest experiences because like yes like me and robert like a buddy of mine like we always comment on how as dvc members we never hear welcome home anymore and like yeah that's, that's a sad. very small thing but that goes a long way like i want i want to get that back so i just think yeah. i i had nothing really wrong against bob chapek to be honest i think i've said that several times on the show but sometimes you just need a leadership change and you know a couple he was dealt a really rough hand you know he was February 2020 comes in during uh, the start of this global pandemic like that is a hand I would not want to be dealt in my if I, that was me so and I mean he handled it the best he could I know there's things I agree with don't agree with I mean you could just go on and like criticize a lot of things but I think time for leadership change was made I mean not to go down too much like on this mic but now we get to see what Josh tomorrow is all about because I'm actually not true. into that guy I think you know now now he can try to prove himself. I think there's going to be more shakeups actually with Bob Iger coming in. I wouldn't be surprised to see other leadership changes that come with this. Maybe Josh's hands have been tied. Maybe he does have creative ideas that Chapek just shot down from a leader standpoint. So there's a lot of things to see there, but overall, I think the general positivity from the fans is going to be a good thing. And for the cast, especially, that's what I really want from the park side. And I, I agree with you. I, I think that uh, this is tomorrow's test. You know, I, I've said that I felt like his hands have been tied for a while. Um, you know, you, when, you know, yeah, people are like, well, he's in charge of the parks. And it's like, well, yeah, but you still have to listen to your boss. Like, if your boss is telling you that you have to do this, like, you, you still have to do it. Like, unless you want to not have a job anymore. So, you know, you got to find ways to, like, 
do both things. So I'm in the wait and see camp for tomorrow. I think that, but I think you're right. This is definitely like his test. He did great things for Disneyland. So I'm really hoping that, you know, now that his hands maybe won't be tied anymore, he can continue to do great things for, you know, the overall. And of course, this will be a conversation that will continue over the next yes. weeks, months, you know, for a, for a long time. And Friday show, just so you know the topic, just so you can, you know, as you digest the turkey tomorrow, listen to the live show from Sunday. Friday, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about if Iger came to the three of us and said, I'm going to name you the CEO, the chief executive offer of guest experiences at the theme parks. What two or three changes would you make immediately that would not affect revenue streams? Because we're going to take revenue streams off the off the table. We're going to not say, oh, we're yeah. going to cut the prices of the tickets by 20 percent or we're going to do because the thing is, that's not reality. You know, the thing right. is, like one of the reasons I think they brought Iger back was that Wall Street was losing confidence in oh, the Disney yeah. company. I mean, a couple of I own one share of Disney stock. I because it hangs on my wall. It's like a commemorative share that I got from my wife like about 15 years ago. Like we first got, got together, she got it for my birthday. So I'm a shareholder, right? I get the little piece of the, I get like a voting thing every year that I never right. open up. I'm supposed to pay taxes on it or something. It's one share. I think that's the name of the company, like oneshare.com. Like you can buy one yeah. share and all, you get a pretty certificate and it's framed. Uh, but the thing is, like the the stock was at its lowest point, like in two decades, you know, a couple a of weeks ago. Time. Now that's what catches your attention. So they had to make yes. a change for the stock market. It wasn't just people are complaining because they're waiting and, too long for Splash Mountain, you know. And I think I think a lot of it is going to be for things like Disney Plus and for things like the movies, which have definitely been uh, languishing within the past few years. I mean, I, I don't look. Let's be honest. There's a Disney movie that comes out this week. I have heard squat about this Disney movie. Like, I literally have heard, like, maybe a commercial or two, and that's it. Like, it's it's Thanksgiving. This should be, like, a big deal that there's a Disney movie coming out this weekend, right? And it, it's not. So, you know, that, to me, is a problem right there. Like, they don't even have... They're not even talking about a movie that comes out in theaters this week. So... That's you're gonna, a problem. You're going to have a kid. You're going to be into it again. I'm past. No, I'm past I, no, 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 no. But you know, like in this position, like I'm in though, like as a yeah. Disney fan, I literally haven't heard them talking about this movie at all. So yeah. Like anyway. that disenchanted movie or what? No, 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 no. Strange world. Never heard of it. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it, it, comes out, it comes out in theaters this week oh. and nobody's talking about it. So hmm. that's a strange yeah. thing. Okay. That's a strange world, all right. We got to rip, <laughs> go. rip through some questions so we qualify for the show title. Here we go. Kevin's got a question. Hey, Mike and BOGB crew. So what is your opinion on the best resort where adults can relax on their balcony slash patio after the kids go to bed? He's in Atlanta. Scott, where would you go? Kids go to bed, you get to chill on the patio or, or balcony. Old Key West. That is correct. Those are like the biggest <laughs> patios there are. Like if you get, if you have like a one bedroom, like that is like a really nice patio with like outdoor furniture, you get a table and all that. So definitely hanging out Oki West with the golf course view. That's where I'm hanging. I'm going Animal Kingdom Lodge because at least you got the animals to look at. Not night, you don't get to really, I mean, because we've stayed there at night and it's always the conversation with my wife was always like, is that an animal or is that a rock? 
Because <laughs> we can't, you know, because like they're sleeping. Rock you can't or talk. animal. Or do do giraffes sleep on the ground or do they sleep? Like we've had the weirdest conversations at night looking out over the savannah. Is that a Jeep or is that a real small? Is that a three wheeler or is that a gazelle? Like we've had those kind of conversations, but hey, they're fun. And we don't, it proves we don't live on the Serengeti. <laughs> We're from St. Louis, you know, it's totally fun. Okay. So we got Okiwas Animal Kingdom Lodge. Ricky, where are you going? I think I'm going to go with like the Polynesian. <laughs> uh, that that too, way, yeah. yeah, you can see the fireworks. You get a fireworks view. Um, no, yeah, it'll cost you a little bit more money, but at least you can see the fireworks every night. Good stuff. All right, Len, who is in our live chat right now, sent in a question a few days ago, says, hey, Mike, when you record your next show, it's going to be less than a week from our arrival at Walt Disney World. So Len is headed down with you guys. guys, Everybody's going to me. Whatever. Sorry, Mike. I'm seeing the Osborne lights. So uh, a good consolidation. He says, we have a Christmas party on Tuesday after having dinner at the California Grill. We expect to ride the Jingle Cruise during the party. My question is... Is it better to see the overlay elements of the Jingle Cruise during the day or at night? Lens out in Maryland. So we all know it's been established years ago by yes. Ricky on the show that the Jungle yes. Cruise is junglier at junglier night. Junglier at night. 100%. Yeah. But is it, here's yeah. the question though, it begs to know, is it junglier at night yes. or is it not? So Ricky... We've never considered this. Like, it's junglier at night, but what about jinglier? What, what would you do? You know what? I think I'm going to go opposite, and I think I would ride it during the day. <laughs> I think you're going to have a better experience seeing all the, the holiday overlay in the daytime because, you know, at night, all they have is a little light to shine, which is what makes it junglier at night. <laughs> uh, but, you know, to see all the holiday decorations and everything, I would ride it during the day. So... Yeah, daytime for Jingle Cruise for me. I say both, but yeah, I say if you have to pick one, I would do it during the day too. More to see, because a lot of that stuff's like stockings and, you know, yeah. it's not necessarily like illuminated lights and so forth. No, Scott, no, yeah, no. I, yeah, day. Scott, or day, you think? It might be jungler at night, but during the holiday season, it's Jingle Jolly <laughs> during the day. You know, Nicely you gotta, done. You got to see it. Got to see it with daylight. Um, do both, though. I mean, right? It could be a yeah. little different experience. I'm all about day versus night. You know, you always say, like, oh, man, I've done this attraction 100 times. But try to mix it up and do it one during the day. Do one at sunset. You know, things like that to give more experiences. So do it twice, but I'm going for the day. I like it. All right, Diane in the live chat, she brings up a good point about that movie Ricky was just talking about. She says, Disney needs to give out the McDonald's toys if they want to create interest and excitement for Strange World. First of all, somebody's been listening to Jim and Len the past couple of weeks because they just been talking about McDonald's and French fries as I've been running on the nice. treadmill, killing me, <laughs> killing me on the f- treadmill on a Monday morning, talking about French fries and McDonald's. But nice. yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I, I know that they, I think they fell out of favor with that McDonald's slash Disney relationship well, because they, of like how no, they went back because I think they're doing it for Black Panther right now. So are they? I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, I, they, sure. like, well, Scott just reposted his thing with the the toys from the 50th anniversary yeah. celebration. No, this, no that's from like two yeah. years ago. Yeah, it wasn't the 50th, I don't think. But yeah, it was. No, like but a, they brought they did they did do 50th anniversary stuff, and right. they, they, they just did. brought back they just brought back the toys from that one that was ill fated. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, because they didn't have like fit, they had like all 50 of the the toys that's there because right. yep. I mean some people yeah. got all 50. I mean, that's a, I was just trying to get the three like Halloween buckets. God bless you if you're trying to get all 50 toys. That's a lot of Happy Meals. That's a lot of Happy Meals. Or you could be like me and I just like 
call the manager and be like, yo, <laughs> what's your inventory? Can you put it to the side for me? That's the time and all I spent that's... was like six bucks to get 13 toys. Or you, you could Scotty G method. Or Scotty G, you could have just gone to deals at the mall. Uh, you know, they could have all been like 50 cents by Friday. <laughs> Scott's got this cool place in his mall that I just, I'm dying to go to. It's like, it's like, oh, a, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, a five below, but even, even, even more below. Anyway, yeah. Kate's got a question here. She's, she's in Buffalo, New York, which uh, she may still be oh. under like one and a half yeah, uh, Josh Allens of snow, apparently, because I was watching the Weather Channel. They quit measuring it in inches and feet. They started measuring the snow in Josh Allens. And I think the guy's 6'2". So, and I was so mad that they moved the game to Detroit because I was like, this game is going to be awesome, man. I love watching football in the snow. But when there's so much snow that you can't even get to the seats, I guess you have yeah, to move the game. That's a problem. So. Anyway, hope yeah. you're okay. Yeah, because I did. I emailed a fellow podcaster. I listened to his show. He's in Buffalo. He's like in a suburb of Buffalo. And he's like, yeah, we're doing okay. He's like, but I'm going out. I'm not running today. I'm getting my workout because I got to shovel the driveway and I got to shovel my roof. Have you ever heard of that? He had to shovel his roof. Wow. I've heard of it. I've never had to about experience the, it. Yeah, because they're yeah. worried about the roof collapse and there's so mm -hmm. much snow. That's nuts. What if there was six feet of snow coming this Friday or Saturday to the to the high school game? Like, would you still go? Dude, I'd go if there was 60 feet of snow. <laughs> Bring it. I'd get a cat and drive down 44. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, H-O-W. Okay. Uh, hi, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. I have a quick question for the question show. I'm heading on the Disney Wish in, on December 9th for a three-night sailing, and we want to do a beverage tasting. Oh, you've come to the right place. The, one, uh, the ones online are all sold out, and I keep checking, but the ones that open up are not ones that I'm interested in. Do they offer additional opportunities that, that you can sign up for on the boat? <laughs> And not through the app beforehand. What is the best way to get into these? I'm taking Disney transportation and have an 11 a.m. boarding time. Thanks so much for considering my question. Kate from Buffalo. She says, go Bills. Okay, so Scott and I have gotten, in, gotten into many a beverage tasting that was sold out. It's all about the bartenders. Yep. <laughs> so go ahead, Scott. You get to know your bartenders. Like, you know... We know that we want to do tequila. I like to do the bourbon ones. I mean, I, there's not one I don't like to do, to be honest. But yeah, Mike just hit it on the head. Like, get to know your bartenders on that first day. You know, like right as you board the ship, you know, get your lunch or whatever, then go to one of the bars and ask them about the tastings. And if you get in with them, get a little friendly, you know, leave some gratuities when you're ordering some drinks, they, they might be able to hook you up, is all I'm saying. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you can go to, maybe you can go to like guest services, Mike, right? That might be a possibility, yeah. but I think one of your best bets is really going to the bartenders. Yeah. Cause tequila goes quick. It's usually it's a margarita slash tequila tasting with Disney cruise line. So that one goes like soup. It's usually the first one gone. And so first thing I would do is go to guest services immediately upon getting on the ship and ask at guest services. If it is sold out, here's your backup plan. Find out where it's going to take place. Like, is it going to be, you know, in this bar, that bar, then go to that bar and find the bartender and then you give them a sob story you're like oh i came on this cruise and like one of my favorite things to do is the margarita tequila tasting like i've done it before it's the greatest thing ever we have such a good time can you hook me up and usually like man we'll just yeah we'll, we'll set you a place you know and they'll yeah. take your card and they'll charge they'll take care because yeah. like there's an auto gratuity on that and like you want to yeah. take care of them so they i mean it it benefits the bartender yeah. if you can yeah. attend it so 
I mean, we haven't missed one yet. Knock on wood. So, and knock I mean, on I've, wood. Uh, yeah, I've been blo- I've been blocked out before. Okay, oh. go Lions on Thursday. <laughs> Y'all forgot they're <laughs> playing the Bills. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, Caitlin's got a question. It says advice on room preference versus change in reservation. Hey, Mike, in the rest of the BOGP, this is my first trip to Walt Disney World, so I'm trying to work on my game plan. I was hoping to get advice on room preference for staying at Coronado Springs. I'm currently booked for a water view room and I was looking at casitas four and five, as well as cabanas eight B priorities would be for a good access to transportation and probably good access to the lobby. Since I assume that's where a lot of the food options are bonus. If we're close to the pool. However, I heard on the podcast that you guys prefer staying in the grand Estino tower. Are the rooms that much better? The price is about $66 difference per night which adds up to about $462 extra. Are there concerns about difficulty getting down the elevator in the morning due to the mass number of guests trying to get on transportation? I don't want to add stress to my trip, especially in the morning and transportation around the parks is a concern for me. Thanks for your time and helping me plan my trip. Kate is in Bellingham, Washington. So we're going to the other side of the country. Very cool. Okay, so great question though. Great, and Scott, you've been all over Coronado. Ricky, have you stayed at Coronado? That's yeah. actually one of the resorts I have never stayed at. I, I was love- planning on staying there a couple of years ago, but then that was during COVID and they bumped me up to staying at the Grand Floridian. So I was like, I'll, I'll Dang. stay at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That works. <laughs> yeah. Smart okay. move. Yeah. That's Smart move. Yeah. yeah totally. It's like Scott going to All-Star Music and ending up at Animal Kingdom Lodge. What? Exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. So I've stayed at Coronado many times and I do... First of all, the elevators, Scott, would you agree? Not an issue in the morning. Those things, are pl- they're plentiful and they're fast. I mean, they're very fast elevators. Yeah. They're efficient. They get the job done for sure. Yes. I wouldn't worry about elevators. Yeah, so you're not going to have to worry about like, oh, I got to wait 10 minutes for an elevator like you might at like a Ramada, you know, during a busy time. So that is not an issue. Would you pay? Okay, so think about this. She has a water view room. Let me just ask you this because you've done both. Would you pay $462 extra to stay in the tower? over a water view room in the casitas or the cabanas? Great question. So this is the way I wanted to work back because she asked about preference, but I wanted to work back from the tower versus the outer rooms. So the tower is gorgeous. You know, I love the tower. It's it's newer. There's lots to see in there. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a really pretty resort. But I'm kind of old school, Mike. Like when I think of Coronado, I think of those outer buildings. Me I think too. of the ranchos and the cabanas and the casitas. Like, like as much as I love the tower, I rather stay in one of those outer rooms because it just brings back memories. It's like nostalgia for me in a way. And I would not pay the extra 400 X dollars. I would stay at Casitas four because uh, that's my favorite building in all of Coronado. So here's my take on it too. The rooms are almost the, the amenities in the Grand Casino tower are deluxe. I mean, you're yeah. getting very borderline deluxe amenities in there. However, you say this is your first trip. And I always say, don't go big on the first trip because then you can't go bigger on the next trip. So what I would do in this case, stick with your water view room. It's going to be beautiful. The rooms in the non-tower buildings are awesome. They just, you know, they've refurbished them. It's been a little bit now, but they're still, they are very updated rooms. They're super nice. They feel deluxe as well. Again, remember, this is a convention hotel that kind of has an upper, you know, uh, clientele that's used to traveling. So you're going to get a great room no matter what. Now here's the question, because Scott, this is, she wants to be, you know, she's looking for good access to transportation. So there's bus stops around the resort. There's four of them. 
So there's one in front of the tower, then there's one for the ranchos, one for the casitas, one for the cabanas. So you're probably going to be fine there either way. I prefer the casitas for a couple reasons. One is that they, in both of these areas, will have a private pool. But the casitas are a little bit closer to the, to the dig site feature pool, which has a great snack bar slash, you know, pool yeah. bar. It's got hot items. It's got empanadas, which rock. It's got a great margarita. Um, but... The Casitas also has its own health center. So, like, if you want to, like, run on the treadmill, they have treadmills in the Casitas, and they have the one in the Grand Estino Tower. There's two fitness centers at Coronado, so that's that's a big deal for me. I just like the vibe of the Casitas, and you're really close to uh, El Centro, I think it's called, at Coronado. So, Scott, would, would you go Cabanas or would you go Casitas? I'm going Casitas all the time. Anytime I stay at Coronado, that's the building I always hope for, and I always end in the ranchos, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, it is fine. I mean, the ranchos are in the middle of nowhere, but it's, it's beautiful, though. I, so even if you got the ranchos, that's fine. But Casitas would be my number one because Mike just hit a lot of it. You're close to El Centro. That quiet pool, one of my like top – when I think about I've taken thousands and thousands of photos at Walt Disney World, but when I think of like photos I've taken, there's one in particular I've taken of that quiet pool – that's one of my favorite photos I've ever taken. I'll, I'll share it actually, actually after the show. But the quiet pool of the casitas is so awesome, um, and that's probably where your room be, right? Looking at one of the one of the pools, and those are just gorgeous rooms. And Mike said you're not that far away from the main pool, the Dick site either. So Casitas Four is a great location and highly recommended. You'll have a great time. The casitas is just it's at night too. There's something about the lighting in the casitas too. Oh, so good. God, I want to go there now. All right, so have, too. have a good time. Coronado is a great my grill. Have I'm telling you, have my grill. You got to go there. Okay, uh, Kim's asking Kim, who is our photographer friend over, and she's at Epcot right now as she's tuned in. So pay attention. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's off today and just having fun, which I'm jealous. If you could bring back one attraction, show or parade, which would you choose, and why is it Spectro Magic? Nope, that's uh-huh. just my answer because I'm just feeling the love for the crazy uh, clown-looking trumpeters at the beginning of the show. They gave me nightmares, but then the rest of the show gave me joy. So that's my choice. Spectro magic tonight. Even though I love Illuminations, I'm just feeling Spectro. Scott, what are you bringing back? I'm bringing back something I never experienced, but I just I miss this type of old-time attraction. I want World of Motion back oh, instead of Test dang, Track. old school. Like, dang, like bring me back like a slow-moving Omnimover ride, you know, like through time. Like, it's just... That's that edutainment that's missing in Epcot these days. Like, I mean, Test Track is whatever. It means nothing to me. Well, I mean, it means something, but it's not as much because of Radiator Springs at uh, right. Disneyland. Tr- so yeah, I want to gut Test Track and bring back World of Motion. I'm with you now that I've been to Disneyland. That's the whole thing is like it ruined Test Track for like Radiator yep. Springs. I mean, you'll still ruined. like it, but like I do. every time yeah, you do it, you just think like, man, I can be outdoors. We can be on Radiator yeah. Springs right now. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I know. I know. Like, I like Test Track, but man, once I did Radiator Springs Racers, I'm like, oh, Test Track. Poor Test Track. And like, I listen to the World of Motion back on the old radio station all the time. Like, there's something about that. Like, I never experienced it once in my life, and I felt like I've lived it. Same. I've never done either. I know. I would just love to see it, man. I know. That's great music. That piano lick. Yeah. Do, 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 Weird. Scott and I are brothers. And, okay. it's, and it seems like it's humorous. Like you hear the story, it sounds like really right. funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it does. Know. So yeah. I think there's more entertainment in that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh God, yes. I mean, I can go faster than that in my Jeep with the top down on the highway. I mean, so really, it's and it's way more dangerous in yeah. my Jeep. And with, with Tron coming, you know, like we're getting our Tron element over at the Magic Kingdom. Like, yeah. I, I, you know what? 
if Bob Iger can do this, I'll kiss him on the lips. You know, like, I'll kiss him, <laughs> Bob Iger. Like, the That's going to happen. I don't know if you heard that, but here we go. Wow. <laughs> Just so, so you know. if Bob Iger transforms Test Tract into Radiator Springs, you're kissing him on the lips? Yep. Is that what I heard? Yeah, if I can, if his security will let me close enough, but yeah. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, he just, he just, what about uh, you, Ricky? What are you bringing yeah, back? He just resigned, by the way. Go ahead. Yeah, he did. He's like, I'm out again. Sorry. <laughs> I just scared him off. Yes, exactly. Uh, no, I think, honestly, I think I'm bringing back Figment. You know, the original version of Figment. Um, I have such fond memories of that attraction. And uh, I just, I really think that it's heads and tails better than anything they've put back in there. So, um, yeah, I think Figment's got to be where it's at. It's just, it was such a... Again, it was that edutainment factor of Epcot that, that we don't have anymore. So I think that's where I'm going. That would be awesome. Yeah, look at that. We're, you guys are bringing back like retro Epcot. I mean, that's exactly yeah, what I know, right? like it. Future, you know, let's just call it Future if we, World. If Mike, if you would have said Horizons, <laughs> then boom. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get the pattern. But anyway, okay, so I started off. Lori, we got two questions we're going to get to because we've got to wrap up here shortly, but let's get to it. Do people dress up or wear anything special for the Candlelight Processional? I've never been. But it seems like it would be a special event. I've really never seen a whole lot of people dressing up because a lot of people just kind of go as their theme park day at Epcot. Ricky, have you seen anybody? Because, I mean, some people go just for the processional for the night, you know, for dinner and a show. Uh, I guess some people might. Yeah, I feel like if you're going for, like, dinner and a show, then, yeah, I say get dressed up if you'd like. Um, but, no, for the most part, it's it's theme park. You know, attire is kind of what you're going to see. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting dressed up. If you want to do it, go oh, ahead. That'd be awesome. I would totally go I would for love it. it. Yeah. I would but, love to see people dressed up. Yeah. Usually it's just me with like a t-shirt and like, you know, a mustard stain from beer garden. You know, that's, this is had to say, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's well, uh, going to be great though. When you're dressed up, people are going to point at you and be like, Oh, is that like a Disney executive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's tomorrow's narrator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like bring a script with you, you know, it could just be like a printout of something. Okay, Chad's got the last question of the day. He says, hey, gang, I mentioned this before about the Magic Kingdom Halloween party. They did not let you walk down Main Street when you enter. Have you heard if they're going to let you walk down Main Street for the Christmas party if you enter at 4 p.m.? Uh, I always appreciate all you do and enjoy the five-minute episode with Mike and Scotty G. Thanks, Chad. So uh, has anybody heard? Are they going to bring people? I mean, they, they should. Like, I mean, again, oh. these are the things that drive me nuts. Like, it's the show. There's a reason for it. Though. I know, but it's the show. They're trying to in and out people. I get it. Well, yeah, exactly. So Out the people made... backstage. Mm, but it's a lot easier to funnel them through that way. So because when you're walking in, it's a lot easier to funnel you in and go that route than it is to funnel everybody out that way and then make everybody walk that's going to the party down main street so plus they don't start they don't start decorating decorating uh main street usa until it hits like that seven o'clock time spot so you would be walking down and seeing nothing fancy anyway like you know you wouldn't see the the projections or anything like that so you'd still be walking down a regular main street usa so um i think that they will continue to have you go down the side path uh, for the the um, Mickey's very merry. I'm gonna so. be in an interesting situation here. I just thought of because they do do that, right? Yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. normally like uh, something like a like a gift, right? Maybe like you get right. a cookie or a cookie, something. Yeah, because yeah, last yeah. time I went, it was like yeah. I went to a media one, and they handed me a cookie yeah. on the backstage little yeah. path, and a, yeah, but I, I'd rather go down Main Street. So I'm gonna be in an interesting situation. <laughs> you you two are gonna laugh at me, all right? But 
I have a Tony's reservation for our our Christmas party, like at four thirty, because I don't. I haven't eaten there in eight years, eight like or nine to, years. I like Tony's. Yeah. I'm, I'm. It's I'm been a long Tony's. time since I've eaten at Tony's. And too. I just think about the food. Like, I mean, I love Crystal. Pa- I mean, it's it's an option I just haven't thought of in a while. So that's where we're going for our our Christmas party. And it's at four thirty, so that's going to okay. be interesting when I enter the park. Like, I'm going to be a like, but but but. But I'm going. Actually, no. That would be before. That would that be before, before it? Okay. That's before. That it. would be before. Yes. Okay. So I'll be good. Yes. Okay. It'll For some good. reason, I was thinking like they're gonna funnel you after like Tony's. No. Okay. I'll be in a good. I'll be all right. I'll be in You'll the same be in a situation. Good spot. Okay. I'll You'll be able be to safe. get to Tony's still. All right. You'll still be able to get to Tony's. Yes. I'm gonna get my cookie because that's the most important yeah. thing. You gotta, you gotta, get, you gotta, get, you gotta get you started, right? I mean, they got, that's like yes. your starter cookie, you know, to get their engine yes. revved. Basically, that's exactly. what I kept thinking. Okay, real quick. Well, I'm gonna have my spaghetti and meatballs first <laughs> before my cookie. One last question because it's about New Year's Eve, real quick. Hey, Mike, great oh. name, by the way. Mike from Miami, Florida here. He says, I've tried searching, but can't find much information on New Year's Eve events at the resorts. I saw that California Grill is having an event for $700 a person, which is a bit rich for my blood, but it's already sold out. He says, anything else going on? I currently have a Disney reservation at 8.30 p.m. at Citrico's. Will they let my wife and I hang out to see the fireworks from the Grand Floridian? Any help or insight you guys can give Mike down in Miami? First of all, um, dude, $700 a person. Almost My heart stopped when I read that. I mean, like, oh, my God. Dude, I don't know what, I mean, Goofy could be feeding me like filet mignon. I'm not paying $700 a person for that sitting on top of Spaceship Earth. I mean, not not even California Grill. So I'm out on that. Um, Citrico's, I mean, Scott, you love that place. You could hang at the Grand Floridian like in the common areas as long as you want. I've watched fireworks from there many times. Yeah, so, but it's different on holidays. So I remember staying at the Polynesian for 4th of July one year and- they had it roped off. Like you had to prove that you were a, a resort guest to like be on the beach to watch fireworks at the mm-hmm. Polynesian. So yeah. they might do something similar at the Grand Floridian and in some of those areas that like I think about by Gasparillo's, right? You kind of have a good that's view where of the I was castle. Thinking. Yeah, that's where yeah. I watched them. Yeah. They might rope that off for resort right. guests. Because if it's anything right. like what they did at the Polynesian when I stayed. And there. unfortunately, you won't know until you get there, which right. is kind of the hard part because you don't know what the policy will be. I mean, you might know like the day before, like if someone on social media, because kind of like they'll let guests know the day before, like, oh, you'll need this wristband if you want to watch New Year's Eve fireworks from the resort. And then with the two hour cancellation thing now, you could cancel your your reservation if that's what you really wanted to be there for. But I wouldn't I wouldn't cancel because Citrico's is awesome. (laughs) When I saw Citrico, I was like, oh, God, Scott's here. Got to do that for you. (laughs) Okay, cool. All right, so we, Ricky, we we won't know anything for New Year's Eve here for probably another sad. I oh. mean, it's already almost December, but I mean, it, besides, I mean, like they've the big they've talked things. about a, a few things, but I mean, yeah, they're pretty. I mean, Disney's really bad about sharing like holiday stuff like that, so um, they usually don't share a lot of it unless it's like a, a event, like a seven hundred dollar event where they can make a lot of money off of it. Uh, they usually don't share like what they're doing until it gets much closer. Or like so. the foodie guide to to uh, Flower and Garden Festival will probably come out next week. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. that stuff yeah, comes yeah, out yeah, months yeah, in yeah. advance. You yeah. know, so you know what kind yes. of pop tart you can get in Germany. Actually, you know? I was surprised. It was a week before uh, the um, Festival of the Holidays before they released the foodie guide for uh, that, which really actually surprised me. I thought they would have released it a long time ago, but they did not. But we know Festival of the Arts, though, right? I thought I no. saw that already, didn't we? You know the dates. We don't know I we any saw detail. The foodie guide. No, we didn't. No, no, we just got it for the for the Christmas one, okay, the festival, the holidays one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. So take yeah. that back. Okay. Anyway, 
We're getting out of here, but we want you to get ready to eat that turkey. Have that good meal with your friends and family. Enjoy it and know that we are thankful that you listen to our show each and every week. We put out a lot of content, and we're just so, so thankful that you're here when we record live, when you download the shows on the feeds. We're just glad that we have such an awesome community. The Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards is getting out there running, walking, supporting each other. Everybody on social media, everybody that is a part of this show, and it's not just, oh, my God, Riley just ran in. She came from the groomer. Oh, she's skinny. Um, but anyway, we, we just love that you are here with us and we get to share this love of Disney. And sometimes we have great news to report. Sometimes it's, you know, news that we're you know not excited about. But we're, we love that we have this venue to all come together and have our little virtual support group, England, Japan, Australia, here in the United States, everywhere around the world. It's an amazing thing, this podcasting thing. So thanks for being a part of this. And as always, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by. This week right now, in fact, this weekend, this holiday weekend, to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. So just reach out to them at themagicforless.com. As you do that holiday shopping, Black Friday especially, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It really does help support everything we do. Bookmark it, put it on your toolbar there, and just every time you do that Amazon shopping like I do, just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. takes you right back to the site. takes you like three extra seconds. And it really does help support everything we do. Again, it's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons who support us each and every month. You allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. And our patrons always get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us here in November, we'd sure love to have you. Coming over, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Scott a follow because he's going to be down at Walt Disney World. Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, Instagram and Twitter. Give Ricky a follow. She's going to be at Walt Disney World this weekend as well. At Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S, Instagram and Twitter. Give me a follow. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. I'm not going to be at Walt Disney World. But hey, I bet you want to see the Osborne Lights. And I'm going to do that from Silver Dollar City. And you also get a little Howl football too. If we win. If we don't win, I, I'm bitter and I don't put it on there. But, hey, we're going to win. We're not even talking about that. All right, so we're going to be back on Friday. We are going to become the CEO of Guest Experiences of Theme Park Experiences or something on Friday show. We're going to talk about what we can do to immediately make the guest experience better that doesn't affect revenue. We're going to have a good time kind of armchairing that and talking about what this change really will mean to us as Disney Parks fans, which is what we are and what you are as well. So until we get back together again on Friday, you guys have the best Thanksgiving ever. Save the big uh, the turkey leg for me. And until we talk again on Friday, stay safe, stay healthy, and happy Thanksgiving. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.